Across the margin. Across the margin. Podcast. Chris Thompson, my co-editor. Um, Chris, how are you doing today? Not bad, Mike. Great to be here. Uh, so today we are here to kind of say uh, farewell to this year, this 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 uh, 2015, where it was it was a it was a big year at Across the Margin, and we we, we kind of want to celebrate and we kind of want to look forward to um, to to 2016, which we we think is going to be a much bigger year here and. Um, yeah, no, it's it's it has been special. We, I mean, one thing I can think of that's happened with us is is we brought this podcast to life. So yes, yes. It's we have that going for us. We um, we published um, I think it's somewhere around two hundred and thirty five, so somewhere in there articles, um, which is exciting. No I mean, small feat, Mike. No, yeah, and and and, and a lot of um, innovative, dynamic, creative. Uh, just, just all over the map, um, and that's right. our goal. It's right. just that's what it's. It's a, it's a hodgepodge of entertainment. Right, hope. a little bit of everything for everybody. Um, yeah, this, this we brought in a poetry editor this year who could make sense of all the um, poetry that was coming our way. Yeah, I, I must say we stepped up our poetry game. It's it's well, and he also a thousand percent. He yeah, it's, it's a million. He, yeah. he also he was um, he's so locked into the the poetry world and, and so many right. facets he actually brought so many you know talented poets and and accomplished poets right. all the way it was, it was it was it was astounding and it actually kind of opened i mean you hear me speaking about it in this way right now it opened my mind to the art form a little. I, I think yours too right? i think it, i think it illuminated both of us yeah um brought a lot more um to us about how great poetry can be and you know how no, it's cool like it's like it's it's yeah. it's there, there's there's this stigma on it, and I, I, the stink's still there in a lot of a lot of places, and um, it just that's ridiculous. As I, I've just been blown away by it, and I would again, I know we made this joke here before. I would say thank you, Richard, but he's not listening. Right, 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 exactly. Yes, um, not yet, not yet. No, we'll get. We, like I said, we're gonna get him on here soon. Um, all another thing I was thinking of that happened this year, and it doesn't happen a lot at Across the Margin, but um, once in a while we help uh, produce uh, another podcast called The Paul Cast, and um, this is two comedians, I'm very familiar with both of them, they're, they're, they're um, pretty well known and out there on the New York scene, it's Paul Gukowski and Mark Jarrett Smith, 
and um, big business, man. Big, big, big business, exactly. And these, these guys, these guys are hilarious. And uh, while the while the first, you know, few podcasts are, are definitely intriguing, I I really uh, I really caught them catching their groove. Yes. In this uh, last one, which was entitled um, "Comercio del Mundo" and his rubber band. So uh, that's something that's also been. What was that? Uh, it's your wife. Oh, your, your lovely wife. <laughs> Hello, hello. Um, and so, yeah, so we have all that going. The, the, the podcast the is great. I have the pleasure of um, listening, watching Paul perform at the People's Improv Theater in the yeah. past, and uh, I've always been very impressed with his comedy. So yeah. to bring him well, the, you know, they, under mean, the cross of Archer's wing has been very exciting, to, I think. To, to be frank, they just don't give a fuck. They don't. Like, they don't. They just come on here right. and they tell you right. straight up exactly what's going on in their lives. Almost to a fault. Almost to a fault, <laughs> yes, yes. Sometimes it's too much information, but within that, there is some comedy genius. So I say keep doing it. Uh, no, no question. There, there's the, 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 the insight that's gained through some of that truth is, is, is pretty special. And, right. You know, it's been fun to work with them. And I, right. And... and I think it's just because we have a microphone. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, but no, it's, it, the, the, those guys are fantastic, and I, I really feel that they're they they're really understanding what their strengths are in, the, in, right. in their podcast. Yeah, I I, I, see I, them, I see them doing some cool stuff. I, I feel like as the episodes have progressed, they've sort of gotten into their groove, and like yeah. they've started to get a sense of you know where they want to go with it, you know. And it's definitely getting better each time, and I and I love that, you know. Like, and you know, you can find. The podcast on across the margin very yeah. easily you know so and if you guys want to take a listen i i, I say you guys should Get it's great involved so let's yeah. work our um our way backwards a little bit through the year inch back towards the commence uh towards you know towards the commencement of 2015 as as we sit on the doorstep of right. uh, 2016 so um no better place to start than today today right. we talk star wars and how could we not? Yes. We actually spared everybody because we are huge nerds. You guys, obviously, anyone who listens to the show is in tune with that. You know, we, we, we did a sci-fi podcast. Yeah, it was our one second of our first out That's out ourselves. Um, um, we we planned to go big. One, you know, when when the Force Awakens was announced, and we're like, let's do a podcast. Let's do this. Let's write this. And we're like, look. Let's broadcast live from the movie theater. I mean, it was just, you know, lots of crazy ideas. These were ideas that were happening. And we just decided that people just wanted to see the movie. They don't want to... They don't want to hear us talk about the movie. People were sweating spoilers. There was a a lot going on in that realm. So we just, you know, let that be as hard as it was. Yes. No, because we were going to bring in Doug Grant, who is um, a contributing editor on the site who contributes... um, a lot of uh, a lot of his writing talents to the side and, and, and yes. in other ways. A lot of great pieces. He is he's one of the biggest Star Wars nerds on the planet. I would put him up against almost anyone. Like he yeah. he is on that realm of our, our Game of Thrones writer. He is of that ilk, that talent of nerds. I mean he just he's you know He's so in touch with the expanded universe. Everything. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so incredible. Yeah. So. <laughs> Funny story. Me and Doug in high school, um, Glassbury High School, um, used to make Star Wars quizzes for each other over lunch. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna admit it. You know, 
embarrassing as it may be, we would try to outdo each other with quizzes. quizzes, Star Wars quizzes. We try to outdo each other. This is before the internet, you know, the early days of the internet. Yeah. So it was information was difficult to come by, you know. So and, and, um, and like that was also like now when you get online, like you can find your click easily. Yeah. Like yeah. then it's just like two Star Wars guys yeah. in the corner. Like, I mean, like, are they watching us? Like, can right. we talk with? Right. I mean, now it's like you have to almost not go on the internet to not get a movie ruined for you, especially something like Star Wars. Yeah. Back then, I mean. I mean, <laughs> there was barely any information out there, you know, so it was a lot easier to um, not have movies ruined, but it was also harder to get any information, you know. You yeah. had to actually well, do, that, do a lot of work. We, you couldn't just about, Google things, you know, yeah. so. We've been talking about yeah. that a lot, the, the yearning for information, yeah. you know, which, which, which I actually sought a lot out getting ready for the movie, and I know Chris and Doug were trying to kind of shield themselves from any... Um, I was trying to balance, you know, yeah. things, you know? I just... Yeah, it's just going in dark. Like, like I need, you know, some sort of back. I feel like right. I'm always able to under... appreciate something more if I have some sort of background. And instead of it just being... And I'm not... It's not that it's cheap that that's a surprise, but it's like, if I have some background, I have some, some context to put it into... And that I can start understanding the nuance more. Right. So that's sure. why I seek out sure. information. Sure. So it's not just all like, whoa, you know, he's in it, he's in it. I know they're in it. And it's it's a way for me to, I don't know. I, I, I think what you're trying to say is that maybe it enhances your appreciation of yeah. the experience. I'm, so, I'm and able there's, to. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. that's great. But there know? are, there's a line. There's spoilers. There's definitely stuff. a line. I mean, I mean. Will, will, I mean, I, 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 I think I think me and you made the right choice. We realized that we had to see Star Wars: The Force Awakens on Friday as soon as possible yeah. because if we didn't, we would have probably have known by the end of the day what happened in the movie. I mean, yeah, like, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to avoid the internet. You can't. I mean, like, our magazines out yeah. there. I mean, I'm just I'm. I know we talked about yeah. this on the site. I'm, I'm, I'm in there, man. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, but, um, I mean, there's random trolls out there just dropping in comment sections there, or articles like Han dies, you know, was, like there, so. There, you're gonna, you're gonna if, find if, it, if you know. You were to, but yeah. Um, there, 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 there were, there was, there was this threat. Was Allegedly like, dies. There was this uh, site who, um, who was threatening to reveal all like this. It's bastards. bastards. Communists. Communists. So, but uh, did you like it? Did I like to film? Hell yeah, man! So the, 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 this this is this is my litmus test. Is it? It's the kind of film that I'm gonna go back to and watch every year. It's the yeah. kind of film that yeah. has a place in my heart. Where like um, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, you know, Back of the Future, Ghostbusters, you know, the, the first the original Star Wars trilogy, especially A New Hope. Like these movies are movies. I mean, and there's so many movies to my youth. First viewing that is something that you'd yeah. want to yeah. Want I mean, there, there's a level of nostalgia and grittiness, but also some futurism there that just draws me in. You know, yeah. so like I mean, like that's yeah, the, the kind of stuff that definitely I want. Affected me being back in the Falcon. Yeah. But uh, but um, I was just so impressed with the 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 new cast, the new characters. Right. Um, the new generation. I'm, I'm, the new generation. I'm willing to, I'm looking forward to going on. I'm all in, man. I'm all in with them. I mean, I, I mean, to the point where it's, I mean, it was amazing to spend more time with Han and, right. you know, and, and, and everyone else too and everything. But like, I mean, I want to roll with those guys. Right. I mean, it was, right. it's, look, let's move on from Star Wars. Right, right, right. Um, right. <laughs> great film go great see film. it and God bless you JJ yeah. Yeah, thank you thank, thank you, you so much I appreciate thank you for not ruining see, it that's why we, we could have gone on for an hour right. there. But, um, we got a great article on the cross margin go check yeah, it so, out no, what um, we did is just to finish that thought is yeah. we, we kind of broke down all of our thoughts about what occurred what um, 
it, it, you know, what the meaning of that is. There's a lot of... Yeah, what we the, thought about a few things, yeah, you know. And, and where it could be going. Yeah, so. we sprinkled in a little background there, too, yeah. you know, so it wasn't just nerdy talk, you know. It's nerdy talk. All right, it's nerdy talk. <laughs> All right, all right. Um, yeah, so recently on the set, what I'm doing is basically kind of bouncing back to last time we had kind of a candid conversation, I forget which episode it was, The uh, uh, we called it Unhinged. Right. Um, we'll kind of work our way back to sure. there. And it's kind of, kind of yeah, let's do that. We also did a... a and this is kind of, you know, focusing on arts and culture. We did a, a Fargo, I did a, a, a Fargo season wrap-up. That was just... Fargo season two. Season two. It was just mashed. I just was blown away. I mean, so I the question away. the question I have to ask I, I mean, is... I, 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 I know that I was in, you know, you're the poor editor. Right. I had to deal with my words. I know that through like 4,000 so words that you just come Monday morning after I saw that. But man, was that special. That, that... That season is sort of flirting with like television perfection. I yeah. think. I mean, it is. That was the point. Of- it is absolutely amazing. I mean, the Coen Brothers are already like incredibly accomplished um, well, filmmakers, and now they're coming into television, the golden age of television, and they're just blowing my mind. And I, I, I mean, they're just. It's it's kind of Noah Hawley's thing. It's they're, you know, it's their source material. They, they are executive producing and the right. whole thing, but uh, he's kind. Of, he has taken what they've done. Right. And. and, and and, and made it its, 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 its own creature. Right. It, 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 I'm sure they're not passive participants. I'm sure they're in no there, way. you know? It's, so, I mean, you, yeah, you can see the flavor of them in there. I mean, I, 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 I give the show's director an amazing credit, but, I mean, like, you know... Writer. Yeah, writer yeah. director, yeah. yes, yes. But, um... But Bo Keen, uh Woodbine. Right. Is it Woodbine? Yeah, Wood, he is... Man, he was so good. You know, I, he, he, he was in um, the remake of... Uh, Oh god, I can't believe it. Um, I'm, I'm Look it up if you have to. Uh, the, I actually saw some sort of list of everything that it was in, and there was even like it was Total it was, Recall. He was in. The, <laughs> he was. He was going to be making Total yeah. Recall, and he he was supposed to be um, Colin's uh, friend in that movie. Oh, you was know? it his buddy? Yeah, it was is his buddy. Yeah, yeah. Buddy? You know, who wasn't really his buddy because he was really an agent too. Yeah. But and that's the last thing I saw him. Yeah. And I was like, this is a ho hum performance. Who is this guy? And then like he just showed up again I think you sent me an article where he was talking about how it was kind of uh, he felt this was the one this right was, like his right. career right and, and that's what made me really excited he was like he, he almost felt like this role was written for him it was the role he was meant to play you know and like when I hear that from an actor I get really excited you know yeah. so and I, I'm, I'm not to say that he didn't do a good job in Total Recall the movie itself was a disaster <laughs> I, the guy's a very talented actor so I don't want him to start getting mad at me you know he's, he's, he's very good I mean he's an actor he, he listens he's great he listens yeah but um, you know he did a wonderful job in um, Fargo season 2 his character was, was probably one of my favorites I mean and, and yeah, and I wrote that in the article that he stood out the most. Yeah. I mean, and, and what I wrote is that 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 says a lot. Cause yeah. think about all. I mean, it was it was such an, an, an expansive cast, and so. And what was his role in the show? I mean, he was like. Uh, he worked for the um, the it was a St. Louis. The Kansas City Crime Kansas Syndicate. City, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Louis, Kansas right. City. Right. Uh, so he was like a street enforcer kind of guy. Yeah. Right. And uh, he, he he just had this sarcasm this wit it was yeah. like it was very insightful some of the things he was saying it was like he would kind of like step back from the moment and, and, and describe the moment right it was it was, it was almost crazy. like a bit of a third person narration yeah. going on but he also had this like this I, 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 I feel the words are difficult to come by but I felt like he's got this like really insightful like humor you know like this very deep like depth of information he's pulling from I mean he would just he would just quote the most like 
amazing like like you know phrases and everything while in the midst of this the most like bloody situation yeah. you know and like it's like the the words that he chose to he to interject on in a situation with yeah. such beautiful commentary. They weren't even his own words, you know. Oh, like and, and like it was the chilling calmness of it all. Yeah, really. he was just so calm <laughs> and like he didn't use any extra words. He only yeah. used the words he needed to use, yeah. and, and it was just like it was just he was just very deliberate, um, but also very it's eloquent and in that way for sure. deliberate, violent, but amazing. You know, he, he was a wonderful character. I yeah. enjoyed watching him every week. I can't wait to run that whole thing back. I just, yeah, that, I can't that, wait either. I can't that, wait either. That, that, that you know, me up a um, so yeah, that was a great season. It was so good. Go see Fargo season two, everybody. Go, go, Do not okay. sleep on it. Yeah, um, I'm just kind of, I'm actually looking back on, on on just some recent articles. Um, you know what? Uh, just to bring up a fiction piece, we um, Strangers by Frederick Foote, um, which was. Frederick Foote is, is someone who just kind of... I think he lives in the Pacific Northwest. Yes, he does, yes. He, he kind of came came to us out of nowhere. And, and, and you know, I, I, I feel in some ways that he is, like, one of our discoveries. That's not true. He, he writes a bunch of different places. Um, but, like, we have really grasped onto his words and... and, and you know, love publishing him, and I he's out of Sacramento, I think, California. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and uh, his most recent um, article, "Strangers," is is kind of about uh, just it. It was, I think, it was like being thrown by a blast from the past, and okay. and uh, his language he uses is is crude but poignant and, 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 and always beautiful. Sometimes it's like overtly sexual, but he oh, does yeah. it he does it in oh, a way yeah. that isn't crass or like um you know um disgusting, you know, yeah. like it's actually really eloquent, you know, and I really appreciate that. Yeah. He, he wrote a bunch for us this, this, yeah. this year. He does great flash fiction. That's what I love. Yeah, I mean, well, like, they're, they're, they're two, three hundred words sometimes, you know, like, uh, that's hard to pull like, off. It's, it's, it's really hard to like, tell, like, you can always, like, invoke some sort of emotion in that time, but, like, he seems to tell kind of vivid stories within that thing. I mean, right. like, it's, it's, you feel like you're complete. A lot of times when I read flash, flash fiction, even if I move to emotion, I, I don't feel like anything, I don't feel complete. It, by the end of his, I'm like, it's, it, it always feels like enough to me, which is strange. Yeah, right, uh, exactly, then, yeah. He gave us the, uh, the VC trilogy. Right, right, that was, was one great. of the more expansive things he, he gave us. And, uh, right, that was, uh... A trio of tales existing at the fringes of the heart. Yeah. You know, like yeah, <laughs> um, no, but I, I just I wanted to bring up Frederick because uh, he did a lot for us this year, and and, and I'm just I'm yeah. just on board. Yeah. I, I think you are too. Like, yeah, I am. I'm excited to get more of him. A lot with what comes in when Frederick drops stuff on us. You know, we're both like. Yeah, man. Like, and it's it's different. It's, it's it's totally different. It's something completely out of my wheelhouse, you know. And like, I can see a lot of his personality in it. I mean, he has a history with the Air Force, you know. I mean, he has a lot of personal experiences, probably growing up in California. Yeah. That he draws from, you know, um, in a different era. You Definitely know? draws from from growing up in the African American community right, as right, well. And just right. a lot of yeah, like but the like the military background is is definitely something that 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 comes to pass in in, in most of his pieces, right. But, but uh, Frederick, another person who again I'm positive isn't listening. Thank right. you. Right. Right. But yeah, if you want, it. yeah, if you want to check out some of Frederick, uh, Frederick Foot's short fiction, you know, just go go to our site and check it out. I mean, there's at least twelve 
13 stories up there this year, yeah. you know, that he sent us. And, uh, you know, we asked him to be, you know. He's been, he's been around for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He, he we really always has. love stuff from him. So, you know, that's great. Um, we at Across the Margin are not immune to the best of list. That, no, it's, uh, how can, it's hard not to be, it, well, you know. Well, uh, we, we, we do avoid the easy, you know, list Articles that that you see on so many uh, uh, websites these days, the you know top ten ways. Yeah, I mean that. we're not a Buzzfeed, you know. We're not just spitting out but random stuff, when it, you know. When it, when, it, when it comes to the end of a year, and and so many times, you know, a year can come to its waning moments, and you can you can start dwelling on a lot of the terrible shit that's happened, right? And like, yeah, there's been some tough stuff that have that is that has happened this year. Certainly. So the, one of the reasons we are attracted to best of list is is why wouldn't we celebrate some of the greater things that yeah. have happened in in twenty fifteen? I mean, a lot of and especially we're talking in arts and culture. Right. A lot of amazing things have happened. A lot. I agree. I there's agree. Been, there's a lot of beauty that's been created. And although the shit, although the 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 awfulness is always hyperbolized, and these these New York City and. Uh, and just, you know, all these people really dwell on, uh, not these people, <laughs> like thinking about the RNC, <laughs> um, you know, people, people try to incite fear, but talking about these, you know, it's just what sells papers. Let's talk about what really was beautiful the year. And so we do get caught up in the best of list and we're going to be releasing just some, some, you know, list of the best of our fiction, the best of our nonfiction, the best of, uh. Maybe best of our best poetry, of our maybe. Arts and culture, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think what's good is that we don't just like we put a lot of thought into this stuff. I mean, yeah. like you know, we, uh, you know, for instance, you know, when we uh, talked about what we thought was the year in review in music, you know, yeah. um, you know, we, we, usually we've done 10, 25 albums. This year we did fifty albums. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you know, and that's not that's something. A, yeah, that is what. That's we not did something that, that you just we, do we did overnight. The top 50 albums yeah. of 2015 and that's something uh that takes a lot of effort you know well, like it was so a year-long project and it will be right. every year we, you know me and chris um and all the other contributing editors and just contributors who we have weigh in on this they um they're you know tuned into the fact that we want to compile and look we, we we're never pretending that these are the best albums like best is subjective right these, these are our opinions these, you know these these, these are we, we, we try to compile a list of albums that affected us deeply that right that really and, and we try to make it diverse yeah it's eclectic it's not like yeah. only one vein you know i mean there, there's a wide variety of music out there i think there's something well, for everybody on there and, and, you know and i feel like you know not everybody has the time to really keep their ear to the ground fully. It, it, I mean, we're hoping that yeah. we can also help introduce some people to some stuff. So we do try to keep it eclectic, do try to keep it, you know, of, of multiple genres and everything. I, I've but, had plenty of people reach out to me and say, hey, I'm going to have a dinner party. Can you give me 20 albums or something like that? You know, or like, what, what are five? Like, You're like, like, how about 50? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I appreciate music and I love spreading the word because I know a lot of people, have, maybe they have busy lives, you know, and, you know, they're not really focused on music right now. And, you know, maybe they can turn to me and I can help them to maybe discover some great stuff out there, you know. And I think that's what we're trying to do with our top 50 albums of the year, you know, and like the musical year in review. We're just trying to expose some people to some great music out there because we love it and you know we want to share that with everybody else so and you know so our, our no top, harm our top 50 and you know 
like we said, it's it's wide ranging, but um, top fifty, was, Mike. Wait, high five. <laughs> wait, way to go, man. And that, that was a lot of work. When it was a lot of work, but um, it was it was a lot of fun. But, Hell yeah, um, man. You know, so when we did get down to the the crown jewels, um, you know, it, it it well, admittedly, it doesn't vary too much from some some of the you know whatever the pitchfork sites and you know we loved father john yeah. misty's album how can you not how could you not we, we i love you honey bear oh my god yeah i mean it's it's a, it's a masterpiece that was that was uh you know that, that landed in our top spot kendrick's album blew our mind that was in our top spot early you know oh, i mean like well, that's that how powerful was, an album it is it, when it came out was it was in spring and yeah we, we like i'm like i don't see anything touching it yeah but you know, you some things came really close. Will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, Susan Stevens album, uh, Kelly and Lowell. That kind of blew our mind. God, that thing. But um, amazing. One album in particular that uh, you know, because you write these things, and and and, and, you, and we wrote it pretty early this year, and so you go and you look at like all the other music sites, consequences, and whatever, and right. you see their list. One album that I'm not seeing anywhere that we have in our top five, and just. I know we both absolutely love it's Michael Cronin's album that's right. great and I don't understand how he is just not being hailed a lot of people don't really love it you know like or, I or mean, no or like give it or give it the proper due they like, just I, go I, meh I you know like well, it, it, yeah, I don't understand I, it I, you I know mean, like we loved last year we loved MC2 right he's uh Michael Cronin MC2 was amazing kind of from um I guess the easiest way to say is from Ty Siegel's camp he's a uh, you know, kind of Southern California garage rock. Right. But um, and Ty Siegel has always described him as his secret weapon. Right. And uh, I think he's a wonderful that description on, on um, uh, Mike Merritt's podcast. Um, I'm going to read what you, real quick, I'm going to read I'd what lo- you I'd wrote love to. about uh, MC3. Which is Michael Cronin's latest album. We had the distinct pleasure of spending the evening at the Bowery Ballroom with Michael Cronin this year in support of his latest album, MC3. Suffice to say, it was a night rife with excesses, both in music, drink, and sound. But what captured our attention the most was the way in which Cronin's latest offerings of songs sounded more refined, more elegant than his previous works. As if MC3 were the grown-up versions of 2013's absolutely radiant MC2, an album that wowed us with its thick, grungy guitar rock sound. Now, grown-up isn't used here to suggest, suggest a lessening of Cronin, or his music, or passing from adolescence into adulthood. Adulthood. What it is meant to imply is that his sound has moved from the realm of raw and raucous to elegant and refined. And that's a good thing. For MC3 finds Croning offering up an album that in its second half, which functions as a sort of numerical odyssey, feels like it is flirting in the realm of rock opera, as string quartets lend weight to his sound. Trumpets and French horns echo about, and strange instruments like the Greek. Chris, can you? Um... I believe it's called a Zuras. <laughs> I, think, I think it's pronounced Zuras. <laughs> you knew that was coming. Add depth. Tracks like "Made My Mind Up," "I Feel Like Ready," and "Say" front load the album with a kind of garage rock we've just seen. We've just seemed to get enough. of We just seemed. We just can't seem to get enough of these days. There's an edit there. And 2013's MC2 was the well-crafted blueprint that established Cronin, Cronin as a viable musician separate from his collaborations with wonder musician Ty Siegel. Then 2015's MC3 is Cronin expanding on that design, wowing us with lush arrangements, lyrical work of a powerful depth, 
and a multitude of mood-altering turns of his heart. It's just, it's, it's like this, like, pop rock, like, bliss, blissful. Pop rock odyssey, you know, it's amazing. It's it's, amazing. But it's like, it's like blissful and like, kind of like sing-alongy at times. And then there's just like hard edge. I just, right. you know, we have it like, screw all these numbers and anything, but we, you know, we have it towards the top, but it's really one of the albums I, I go back to continuously I and I, I just can't get enough of them and I wanted to make a point as we were talking about this to to kind of give uh, thanks for reading that you know like yeah, I mean I, yeah, I wrote that from the heart you know sorry, late at night that's all right, right. I, I mean that's that I mean like you know like I, I, I wear my heart in my sleeve you know and like I, I every single one of my album reviews I played the album probably too much my wife would think um and just you know, wrote about what I was feeling, you know, and what what wowed me, you know, and I love doing that. And this is this is the result, you know. We got to see Michael Cronin play at the Bowery, you know, and that was that was a fantastic time. We got to see a lot of shows at the Bowery, me and you this year, yeah. you know, some very special stuff there. Yeah, you know? one of those, um, one of those was um, uh, El Vi, which is another album that we love, which is absolutely it's, amazing it's, album. It's it's, it's it's not on anyone's list either, but we right. love Matt. We love the it's the lead singer of the National with. Um, of the the instrumentalist uh, frontman for Manamana, um, and that night was surreal. It, it's it was actually the night of um, the Paris attacks. Right. That that uh, yeah, it was really that, weird that we saw that, and it was it was it was strange because outside the venue there was just 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 uh, not not only was there just tons of cops, which was was crazy. Um, there was just news cameras everywhere, and I don't yeah. know why they assumed we were at the Bowery Ballroom. They just, you know, they, it happened. There's well, vampires looking for a story. Yeah, know? exactly. And but it was weird being inside. You know, there was even cops inside. And you're watching a show, and you know, music has always been, you know, about escape. And there's nothing that could take your mind off, even during a great concert like that. It's the one place that feels safe, you know, and yeah. to think about how you know that was violated is just well, that, it was tough. I, I, you know, I think that you know. We didn't write too much about Paris, and and and, and that's a, and that's a tough one in, in, in many ways. But um, and and, what can you say? You know, and, and just there's there's a large scope to it that we weren't prepared to address, and there was there was a smaller scope to it. Um, not that it, it is in any way about us by any means. There's so much hurt out there, but like the, it, you know, theaters and ballrooms and even like dingy do-it-yourself indie music venues these are the, these are kind of cathedrals yeah to to us and yeah. to music lovers and it definitely was shocking that um you know a uh, uh, a venue of this nature could 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 be struck like that and um you know I'm, i mean i'm an eagles of death metal fan i I'm, it's you know i came upon them from josh Holm, who's there yeah. with their original drummer who's queens of the stone age yeah. and, it's you know anyone who's still ignorant to the fact and thinks there's some sort of death metal band is completely yeah. naive to who they are, uh, but it, it just it, it felt violating and 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 almost uh, in some small way seeing music moving forward and going to venues is some small minor very small and minor act of defiance. Right. Um, but it's it was it, it's some weird stuff. So yeah, we didn't write too much. There was one thing I, I, I wrote something called Their Hands, and it was just um, it, it was it was it was basically a piece about um, 
how giving into warmongering that followed that whole thing, and you know, Trump, whatever, and closing your hearts to those truly in need, and I was speaking of refugees and such, uh, and succumbing to panic means that you're not only exaber- exa- exasperating the problem, but you're playing into their hands. Yeah. And um, that's the only thing I, 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 I was, was able to kind of spit out following that whole thing. I just didn't, you know, let's not let hurt lead to more hurt and and you know let's 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 take a step back and look at i talked about how how awful other knee-jerk reactions what like where other knee-jerk reactions for these type of incidents have led us and yeah let's it's just, never it never works out right you it know? never works out right you know? so, but i've always been in the opinion that um the best way to stick it to these these fucking assholes um, pardon my French, is that don't stop doing what you're doing, you yeah. know? Don't stop going to shows. Don't start going out to restaurants. Don't cross, don't stop going to movies because once you stop doing that, they, they start to win, you know? Yeah. So don't change your life, you know? It's, uh, so uh, I'm going to keep going to shows at the Bowery, John, Mike, and John, I hope you'll join me. Uh, any, any, anywhere. Uh, John, John Oliver, uh, what was his line about, you know... Fuck him sideways? Fuck him. <laughs> so, uh, about... Um, Great line. I love John Oliver. trying to go, you know... Like a war on culture, right? France, good, like right. good fucking love, right? Like right. He, he, he was, he was inspiring after that. Uh, yeah. Um, have you heard any of the, uh, the, you know, Eagles of Death Metal have asked a lot of other bands to play a lot of right. all the time on their song, like, right? Great song. Have you heard any? Of those I, I've checked out a few of them on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, because um, they're working on. Um, Raising money for victims. I'm, I'm excited for the, that. Yeah. It's called the Pay It Forward. Campaign. See, I mean, like, I mean, a tragedy. There's. The world's so accessible now. I love the good that can come out of all this oh. stuff, you know? Like, the, the bringing together, it's terrible that people have to be injured and hurt and died, you know? But I love that the world's capacity to, to fucking make lemonade out of lemons, you know? Like, I mean, I, 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 I'm sickened every time I hear about this, these tragedies, but I know that overall, you know, the collective joy and the collective greatness is, like, such a movement in the world that it's, it's always going to win, you yeah. know? And... You know, this is just another yeah, another, another example that. of that. You know, yeah, no, I, and it's just those things you almost feel. Um, you know, after nine eleven, there was such a uh, it's such a cliche thing to say at this point. It's been said it, it was a chance to bring the world together. I don't know if it's cliche. I mean, it's still that, just real that now. Didn't happen, and and but no, that's what you have to fight for. You can't let people fear. You know, like cause fear in you to block off connections and love and those because the connections are what's going to bring us together right exactly that's what we need so right well you never know where this is going but yeah, um, yeah man you know. uh so we're, we're we're kind of still on music um one thing we, we music is everything man we, we, you know we, music we have, is life we, we indeed we have a we have a series that we're very fond of being of our age um uh it's called 20 years later where we where we 20 years after an album was released, we like to examine not only our feelings for it, but it's it's cultural significance. And, uh, and we're drifting through grunge right now, you well, know? We're well, in like well, well, 20 mid- years later right now, yeah. it's, not, it's 1995. Yeah, we're, in, we're 95 right now, it's, so... It was, it's, it's ridiculous. Not shit. just grunge, there's a bunch of stuff I in there, but... I was going to say, because like the like things in my mind right now that I'm going to say, I mean... Hip hop and not yeah, no, I mean it's true. <laughs> it was, you, I wrote a lot about. You so. can tell where our musical interests diverge totally, yeah. a little bit, you know. Yeah. So. so this year, I mean, we we did a, a piece on Jesus' Liquid Swords, Radiohead's The Bends, 
Mob Deep's, the inf- Bob Deep's the infamous Raekwon's only built for Cuban links. We did Bex Bex Mellow Gold. Wilco's AM. Yep. Uh, Cypress Hills Temple Temple of the Boom. Just like all these different. Uh, I, I think my wife did Portishead. That was, I think. Uh, that was last. Damn! Wow! Years fly by so fast. Well, that was uh, ninety-four. By the way, my wife does a great review of Twenty Years Later Portishead's album, um, it's a, Dummy. It's a remarkable, really good. Remarkable yeah. Album. Anyway, um, but as fun as those were, and they and were fun. I, I really those. If if you're into any of those albums, check check out those. We we we, we go deep on them. Uh, yeah. I can't help right now to but to look forward to next year's. 20 years later series and uh, that's going to be 1996 yeah and uh, let me great think, year I was a freshman in high school of, let me think of some um, so the Fuji's the score came out BC Boys the in, the in sounds from way out came out it's a jazzy this, album right uh, yeah that's like the funk it's yeah a, it's, a, it's funk. a great album Stereo Lab Emperor Tomato Ketchup oh, so good which means a lot to me Evil Empire by Rage Cool Keith, Dr. Octagonicologist, Brian Jonestown Massacre, Take It From The Man, Odelay. Great. Well, Reasonable Doubt. Yes. Um, Stakes Is Hot. This is crazy. Yeah, these are some so great albums. Allison Chains Unplugged, AT Aliens. Yeah. So you're going to see a lot. Of, was there any Ween? I thought I was, I was into a Ween album. Uh, 12, um, what is it? The, I think the country. Yeah, 12 country. Gold yes, yes. Out. That was 96. Yes. Elf, Half-Life by The Roots, Silver Jews, The Natural Bridge, Wilco Bing. Yeah. Oh, oh. D- DJ Shadow introduced. Okay. Yes. So yes, there's going to be a lot of those pieces next right. year, which, which, is, which is great. I right. mean, I think a lot of our readers come from a, a, a similar ilk and right. a lot of you know, these albums are so classic that they resonate throughout time. If so. you want to wax some musical nostalgia in 2016, <laughs> we got you covered, all right? We're going to throw like we have that unlocked. 10 to 20 albums at you, and we're going to go yeah. deep and get nerdy about them, and we'd love for you guys to come along for the ride. Yep. No question about that. Uh, I'm going to call a few of those albums, Mike. Yeah. Uh, well, not, <laughs> not introducing. <laughs> um I'm just, I'm kind of just, now I'm just perusing kind of the page. We had, we, not too long ago, we had a, um, we had a week of uh, gun control pieces. Yeah. Um, one was neat. One, 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 someone did a radio play for us. He wrote it for our site and then went ahead and did this uh, radio play of uh, envisioning, envisioning a world um, where kind of gun, guns were mandatory. And I guess he, he, he not guess, he was, he was, kind of trying to show what it would be like if everybody, what is the, the hero with the gun right. type thing. So it, it's right up my alley. It's, it's what I would call speculation, speculative fiction, you know? So it basically envisions a world where if you don't own a gun, you are outcast. You're looked down upon. So it's everybody who, it's expected for you to own a gun, you know? And this whole culture, it's sort of this what if piece, like what if everybody owned a gun, you know? Would it solve any problems? What other problems would arise, you know? And like, what if it just became commonplace as having a phone in your pocket, you know? So it was great. But he presented it as like a, um, an actual transcript f- as if you were listening to an, uh, a news story on the 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock news, you know? So um, and he, and what was it was great. Uh, um, it was really imaginative. Is he wrote it that way. And then uh, soon after, he contacted his local – got to pull up his name. I honestly don't know it right now. Um, he pulled up his – he contacted <laughs> – 
Here, I'll finish your thought while you look. He uh, he uh, got in touch with a local radio station, I believe, in the area, um, and uh, got some of his friends together, and they actually did like a radio play. I get, I think we're calling it. Yeah, you know? I like calling it a radio play. A radio Reminds play, me, like those old days. Yeah, like the old days, sitting in front of the the radio, listening to uh, Flash Gordon or something like Jack that. You know, Ratliff was yes. the man who who did it. And so, and, and, the, and he had a whole cast with him. Yeah. And, and, and they did it for, I think it was like their public radio station. Yeah, it was really well produced, you know? Yeah. And uh, so he I think we have, it, we have it up on our YouTube page. Yeah, um, it's on our YouTube yeah. page. And, um, and it's on our site, which right. has a link to it. Exactly. Um, and then there was another article, which I actually, I thought was almost brave in a way, because it was a... Uh, it was from a very, and it just, just, just randomly came our way. It was from a, 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 like a very avid gun owner. And, 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 you know, someone whose dad gave him a gun when he was young. Well, it was someone who grew up in gun culture. Yeah, exactly. And like his dad gave him an NRA uh, membership when he was young. And, and the whole thing about that. And he wrote a very pragmatic editorial by, you know, which basically... Which basically came down to the fact that he would happily lay down his guns if it uh, if it meant it would save lives. Right. So it, it, it's it's you know I there was actually some backlash. We saw a lot of comments come in. You know, like, of course. And you know, like why are you trying to get down with these NPR NPR guys or like why you know they they could tell you know a lot of gun ad, gun advocates could could see them see that he was one of them. But this guy was kind of like, look, man, like, if that's what it takes, can, can we at least try it? But uh, I don't understand why you have to be I, – I, I realize we're getting into controversial territory here. But, you know, my only opinion is that, you know, I don't understand why it has to be so all or nothing. I mean, yeah. why can't you have a gun? But, okay, all right, do I, I don't really need it maybe, you know. But, I mean, I think it all comes down to the fact that people are worried about the Second Amendment and the fact that if you take away the right to bear arms, suddenly you, you lose your individual power and suddenly the government can stomp all over you and then you have, you, you know, it's, you know I, I understand that. This, power, I understand it's that, not, you know, like, but I mean, there's so much other power out there. I mean, there's financial power, there's technological power. I mean, it's just a gun, you know? I mean, like, you can, you well, can still mean, get, more, you can still get more. dominated by someone taking away all your friggin' money, you know, like, or... Well, hacking I mean, your social media and well, your bank accounts, more, you know. More so more importantly is 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 the fact that there are actual models out there, and I'm speaking of countries that that have taken taken away these type of rights we call it in our country, but privileges and lives are saved. So the fact that you know it's it hasn't even been an option for us it's, it, it's just sad but you're right we are, we are going yeah going we, we, little, we don't need to go down this, this um, rabbit hole but um, you know we, 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 you, like, you write very passionately about um, the controversies around gun control and I, I encourage people to go to our website if you're curious about what Mike has to say because there's a lot of great articles there so we can just leave it at that you know yeah um, one thing we do also uh, is we 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 have we have a kind of a section called remember, and you just want to remember, and 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 we'll we'll never you know you lose so many amazing people each year, and um, we'll never get to all of them. There's you know we're all in the midst of writing so many different things at the time, but you know we did say goodbye to some people this year. You know you recently, Chris, you wrote a Scott Weiland piece, um, right? Yep, and uh, we said goodbye to Sam Simon. We were all, you know, 
as uncool as The Simpsons may be right now, you go back to when it commenced and it was pretty damn cool. It, it was, was very pretty, cool. It was pretty revolutionary and it's something we we discussed um, in, in, in Simon's, you know, it, it, just how important he was to the genesis of that whole thing. Yeah, I, I think for us a lot of the, the um, we remember um, parts of the website, you know, where we sort of, we say goodbye to people who are, important to us is a way it's a way of like saying goodbye it's, it's our way of us sort of like coming to peace it's with a way the of fact us saying that thank you as yeah well. yeah no there's I mean, definitely peace involved. i mean i uh you know i was a big stone temple pilots fan growing up and i i can remember lots hours you know watching mtv waiting for you know stp video to come up you know or buy my radio with my cassette ready to record yeah. when a song came on you know so like you know like you know like I, i'm before your, before uh, i bought the cd your, so your, your piece made me not only revisit uh core right that it's album, great album uh, with what was uh, purple right i yeah. forgot how good that was so good so good you know um, i mean like you know and a lot of people you know are you know uh scott wyland's wife you know you know she released a statement saying you know basically it's uh paraphrase it you know don't celebrate scott we lost him years ago you know and like oh, I can, did you say that yeah yeah and i can understand that you know because like he had a, he had he had a he had a problem with drugs you know and it ultimately was his downfall i know There's that no reason to not celebrate someone's greatness just because but they you know like i mean i didn't have the experiences she had i all i had oh, was the experiences I where i had coming from i understand that i mean she has she has kids they have a family yeah. you know she and was, she was hurt by right the activities the decisions right. whether you know you know, they were his own or his addiction. I mean, you know. They, she was hurt by his his actions. But right. uh, She's probably with the mindset that Scott should have been watching Sunday football with the kids and barbecuing well, in the backyard and, not, like, having experiences, you know? Let's, and, let's be honest, though. There yeah. was a lot of people. I remember we were moving out that night. Uh, he passed. Like, one of the first things people said is, what, are you surprised? Right. It, it, I wasn't but, surprised at all. No, no. And but I, of course I'm not surprised. But That's like, not what I was writing about, are, though. Are, are we, not, not, you know? not in the least. And... There's in celebrating what someone who even like treads down a path that that they can't help or just that's that's hurtful to many around. It, it well, he's, he still gave so much, and he mm-hmm. and, and there's nothing wrong with celebrating yeah. that. And, and, and I mean, his his music was pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, uh, heroin takes a lot another, of people away from us. Well, you know? another, another one we went into is uh, he didn't pass this year, but it was actually a 20, 20 year anniversary of his passing. I wrote a piece about Shannon Hoon. Right, right. Uh, another artist, I think Stone Temple Pilots and Blind Melon, maybe because of. You they know, came up around the, the same time, you know? Yeah, but the yeah. terseness of their you know, peak career. Or, right. Uh, I just don't think their best albums are celebrated like they should be. I agree. Yeah, and and Shannon Hoon's spirit, um, I'm surprised doesn't resonate more. He, he was right. incredible, and his influence. It, it, I mean, uh, Blind Melon's uh, second album, Soup, is I, I Soup, love it. Soup, you know, Soup like is one of the most underrated yeah. albums of that era. Go, people go check it out. It's and, fantastic. Uh, and even just the hits, man. Yeah. You listen to. I mean, I'm a No Rain fan. Change. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Listen, I mean, I'm. Change, I grew man. up on it. You know. Yeah, like, I, I, I dwell on the lyrics for, uh, of change in the piece. Feel good, man. It's uh, it, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, but so. you know, we we lost all the greats in 2015, and you know, it's sad as it is to say, like you know, we had our own way of saying goodbye, and you know, I'm glad that we have a a a, a place to express ourselves yeah, on I across the margin, you know, and Wes and Letter Nimoy, Wes yep. Craven and Letter Nimoy. Yeah. Like I said, there's so 
many that we can't get right, to. Right, I mean, we can't get to them all, you know, and it's unfortunate that anybody has to die, but that's but just the reality. We'll, we'll always be celebrating, yeah. you know, in, in any way we can. So, but yeah, no, it's been a, it's, 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 it's been a fun year. It's been an interesting year. Um, I'm pulling up one last thing. We had, because, you know, we haven't really dwelled on too much of uh, the fiction pieces we have. Uh, right, yeah, right. I mean, uh, and we're not going to. But um, I do want to send a big recommendation out. We had a lot of fiction come our way, and I'm so thankful for the for the authors. Uh, I want to point out two of my favorites. Um, one is called Grammar of Mime, M-I-M-E, by Melissa Wiley. Um, and it's kind of like this weird examination of whiteness. It's uh, And I don't mean white people. I'm talking about the like color? blankness, the color. It's it's. We described it as the problem with using whiteness as a blankness and with equating it with nothingness. And uh, it's playful, it's fun, it's beautiful. It really, it, it really struck me. And um, another one was called Hocus by uh, a very talented playwright um, named Matthew Heidi. And uh, we described this one as a strange, it's strange how things fall apart one piece at a time. So you almost don't notice. Yeah, uh, it's almost like a slow burn, you know? Yeah. It's like it happens so slowly you don't even know it's there, you know? And like, that's, that's, I love that kind of stuff. I've, uh, I've read Hocus many, many times and, and, and I couldn't, couldn't recommend it more. Right. And then on top of all that fiction, we have all that poetry that we really, again, we're pushing it on people. It's Richard Roundy. Richard Roundy has done an amazing job. Uh, yeah, he's brought us some great poets into the fold, and I look forward to 2016 and all the new ones we get to share with you guys. It's, I'm, I'm so excited. So we need to say, before we go here, uh, a huge thank you to all the listeners out there, to all the readers, to all the contributors, because it's you who makes Across the Margin what it is. Right. So thank you. Seriously, yeah. thank you so much. It's, um, you can rest assured we're, we're going to keep coming with it. Um, I had a couple people recently tell me that they were they, they they're becoming addicted to the site. And, I love it. Uh, I love it. And and I first off, I can't tell you how flattering that is. It's um, it's incredibly flattering. I mean, that's, yeah. that's 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 what we're trying to do. We're trying to put out stuff that gets you hooked. But um, but it's also inspiring. It is. Uh, and I can't help to take that message as sort of a duty. Sort of, uh, sort you've of, got the torch. It's a, it's a responsibility, and it's 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 we. we you got to pay want, it forward, Mike. We we want it. We want to. We want to continue to release this original, innovative, and and diverse content to yeah. you all. So I mean, I, any, I, I, I just want to say that you know, since um, we're sort of talking about the year here, you know, I've enjoyed spending all these weeks, you know, reading all the material that we've been submitted and just sort of just seeing yeah, like what's note, out there, you sorry, know? I'm very sorry to interrupt, but even okay. those we, um, we haven't accepted your work, a lot of you have touched us as well. There's right. been a lot that's come in and, 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 and maybe it just didn't fit our aesthetic or maybe it just sure. for some reason that week that piece didn't work for us. It's, right. it's it, Thank you as well. If, if, if you're listening, you're probably yeah. not. You're like, fuck them and... <laughs> Not very good at deal with the Hey man, hey man, our, our door is always open. So just because we, and, and, but there's times where you know pieces don't get to cross right, that threshold, right. and and there's a lot of reasons why, and 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 and, and we thank you as well. Yeah, for, for real. Yeah, and I just want to interrupt you back, and Mike, and just say that you know, like 
I, I deserve that. I, 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 I love the fact that I get to spend time with these pieces and I get yeah. to sort of see what's out there and I get to get a peek inside all these authors' minds, you know? Like, I mean, I, I don't want them to ever stop sending us stuff, you know? Just because yeah. we say no it doesn't mean that you should, I, I, be, you, should be, you should stop writing or be done with us. I mean, like, yeah. I want you to send me everything you have and I, and like, I want to read it all and I want to... I want to freaking just be exposed to who you are, and I don't want to yeah. get weird with you, you know. And like, yeah. so I mean, I, I think it's a privilege and an honor that you, whoever you are, you writers and wordsmiths who are choosing to be vulnerable and be bold and just share a piece of yourself with us. And I, I, I feel very special that I'm allowed to share in that, you know. And it's it's a great thing. It's part of the reason why I got into this, you know. And um, I hope that we can keep doing it for a long time, Mike. We will. Uh... So, because radio works best when you do something that people can't see. Right, exactly. I'm going to give Chris my, uh, my present to him. <laughs> what is this? Um, people, people love listening to things they don't know what's going on. Uh, this is uh, a Night's Watch shirt. Oh, fantastic. It's got the Night's Watch. Yes, Game of Thrones. This is a, G- a Game of Thrones t-shirt, everybody. Because so. uh, Chris's commitment to Cross the Margin is equal to that. Um, he's putting out he might be putting it on over his shirt right now so are you saying that I am a never blinking eye who's always looking your, out uh, your watch has not ended yet my watch is not ended no. so we well, have thank a you, huge Mike. huge year coming up uh, in 2016 there's there's a lot of things that I almost want to announce now but I'm not going to we how's have, it look we have, does it fit it, it looks really good it's fantastic it's, it's a lot of words on here you have to read it for me well that's it's got the whole oath on it oh it's got the credo yeah it's got the credo nice um Big year coming up. Yes. We can't wait to share it with all of you. Uh, again, thank you guys. Thank you for coming. Yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of all this. And uh, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Mike. Talk to you soon. Talk to you guys soon.
cut myself.